Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. It's episode 617, and we have plugins for searching the fields and restricting access and WordPress news all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gem? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the brewery overlooking beautiful southern Vancouver Island. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Overall. What? Amber Overall. Oh, okay. Did you, I break up? You did. You did break <laughs> oh, no. up. We don't want you breaking up on your introduction to yourself. I mean, after all, hey, it's all crazy in the world. And of course, everything is right in the world today because they let um, Yelly Guy, Alex I Jones, remember his name. Alex, Alex Jones yeah, back on Twitter. So we'll see what kind of entertainment that brings to that uh, dumpster fire. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, there's really not much else I have here. Listen to the pre-stream for all the really great stuff we had today. So Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. <laughs> um oh hey Hemdian just mentioned uh i hear android should be able to connect to pc on a wire meanwhile iphone syncs all pics and videos to icloud and you can add an app that syncs icloud to pc so videos and pics on iphone will automatically appear on pc after a while yeah well that's that one that's one thing you can do with them and but the other thing is i have dropbox on my phone so I, all my photos go into my dropbox and get uploaded to my dropbox folder well, that's useful. All photos yeah, for those who, who are just joining us, this was part of our pre-stream conversation. I have a video on my phone that I couldn't quite figure out how to get off. It's too big. Yeah. So I'll have to look around for the for the cable. All right. So welcome to episode 617, your guiding star for WordPress plugins. We got a couple of great in-depth plugins to cover for you. Some recent news in both the WordPress world and the tech world in general, and some awesome WordPress tips. As our show has been moved to every other week, our next show is supposed to land on Christmas Day, December 25th. We're not going to be here. So although we won't be here in person, we will be recording a show and we're going to set it so it pops up at the right time on the right day. We will be bringing up some of our favorite plugins of the year and having a celebratory Irish coffee or proper eggnog. You know, you know the kids wanted to make proper eggnog already, so maybe I'll get them to do it. <laughs> And we hope that you will be, bleh, we hope you will find yourself not too busy with family to catch up the pre-recorded show on the day of, but, you know, be there waiting for you for when you do have some time. We're going to be mixing our New Year's and Christmas shows together, so it'll be two-in-one for everyone. A few reminders before we start the show today. Just a quick reminder that our show is every other week. It's going to stay that way until further notice. It starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time, with the pre-stream starting around 12.15 uh, Pacific time. Pre-stream is where we twiddle with the dials and knobs and really just warm up our voices. You can join in for some entertainment and some good conversation. Our show notes for each episode can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours and on our front page. And don't forget, this is a value for value show. 
and that you are a big part of our show's creation. You guys are our producers. We need you to help us to produce a little. Get out there, hit some like buttons, share an episode or two, and just let people know that you helped to produce the longest-running WordPress plugins podcast that there is that we know of. That's it for reminders. Don't forget to stick around to the end of the show for some possibly life-altering advice because there's some pretty good questions. And we'll start with today's artist. Absolutely. Today's artist is some random person named The Rogue. Yeah, The Rogue created <laughs> this new artwork for us. That's yeah, a pretty cool piece of artwork I think he created. Yeah, it is. You did a good job. Yeah. It looks pretty awesome. You know, it's interesting. I was staring at the image. If you stare at the image in the center area, you can almost see a face in the stars. Oh my gosh, you can. That is so cool. Yeah. I I I was looking at it and I didn't notice it when I was working on it, but I noticed it when it was reflected back through the program. It seemed to change the lighting in the program that's playing it back to YouTube. And all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, I didn't even notice that. That is really cool. So yeah, this is, a, this is a great shot of a couple of people out in the water somewhere and on a clear starry night. Well, somewhere you can see Northern Lights. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's a great shot. So anyway, well, we, we have new art, have folks. Some new art added in by our producers. You can add art uh, by going to WP Plugins a to z dot com slash artwork. And if you need some uh, inspiration, you can check out the art vaults for yourself yep. by clicking on the art vaults in our left-hand menu. Yep, and go go download the new logos that are there. We've uh, done away with the John Overall logo. We're now using the WP Pro A to Z host logo if you want to add that logo into the art. But the WP Plugins A to Z logo is definitely the needed logo for the art. And definitely. Don't put numbers or anything else on the screens. So we'd greatly appreciate that. But uh, yeah, and uh, I'm done with all the old art. I'm not going to recycle the old art. If I have to continue making it for a while, I will. But uh, we would appreciate any other artists out there who just have that need to create, submit it here and get some credit for it. You know, the holidays are sometimes a nice slow time for some people. It's a great time to kind of delve into your artistic brain meets and dig out some ideas. Yeah, that's usually when I get really, really creative is during the holidays when I'm getting downtime from everything else. I start getting mm -hmm. creative. All right, so let's get to the news today. Absolutely. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. All right. So uh, first up, we have the WordPress vulnerability report. This one is from November 29th. So they didn't do one this last week, but they have the one from November 29th. The one we had before was November 22nd. So it is still newer than what we brought before. Hopefully they are going to continue with their week by week. They were pretty good for a while there. I think maybe they're just kind of hitting a lull right now because of the holidays. That's my theory. Yeah, they need some help on their website. It takes a long time to load. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like when I was when I was doing the news this morning, I always do the news day of, so I have the freshest stuff available. And earlier this morning, it was moving quite well, but then I noticed at about ten, it started going really slow. So maybe it's just a sign of how many people are on there. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. It seems like every show we've had this, I I click it and it takes forever for it to load. Maybe we're just here at a busy time of day. Could be. So since their last report, there are 138 new vulnerabilities that have popped up and 89 plugins remain unpatched. 
Some of the ones I most easily recognize are WP Shortcodes Plugins Shortcodes Ultimate, Events Manager, Decorator WooCommerce Email Customizer, and Event Prime Events Calendar Bookings and Tickets. Now, most of these have had um, a patch added to them, but there are still a lot that are not patched. So keep an eye on this. Check out your and your client sites. Make sure that you have everything up to date that needs updating. And if you are looking for the absolutely most recent, you can go to patchstack.com slash database. We keep the link here in our show notes so that you can go and click on that and check it out for yourself. It's a little harder to get used to reading if you're used to reading this, but it will give you all the information that you need. <clears throat> and then next up, we have... The last article on W oh the last article on WP Tavern is still what's next. So uh, the reason why I brought this up is because a couple of weeks ago uh, we learned that the main writer I think her name is Sarah Sarah Gooding Sarah there there we go I remembered her last name Gooding but so Sarah Gooding has left us and this is what we had from the, our last show. There's still nothing new. This is the newest, most recent thing on the, the WP Tavern for news. So they were supposed to have someone starting by the 25th or at least be checking people out. I'm guessing they're still checking people out and we probably won't be getting anything new until after the holidays are over. Oh, probably. You know, it takes a certain kind of insanity to be a writer for the Tavern. It takes a certain kind of insanity to be a podcaster too. Well, the <laughs> podcasting's not so bad because, you know, there's only so much, but because the tavern is the central spokes hub for mm -hmm. for WordPress, it's like Sarah Sarah took all the all the all the uh, abuse, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Whenever she wrote something, well, he has left the building. I hope that she finds something awesome. Oh yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so we're not going to be getting anything new from the tavern. I don't know for how long. I was able to find some other things that are interesting, though, and good to know. Uh, so what I have here for the first one is don't fall for fake WordPress security team emails. This started up last week. Uh, there's a new scam going around where the writers are trying to trick you into giving up your login credentials and other sensitive information. The email people are getting claims to be part of the WordPress security team and is asking you to update your WordPress core files to fix a critical vulnerability. The email contains a link they want you to follow and it leads you to a fake WordPress login page where they can then steal your information by having you log in. Don't do it. <laughs> um, one of the ways you can tell this is not really the security team from WordPress is one, they sent the message to you in general. They don't usually do that. They they only uh, respond, they don't, send things out yep. um they, there is an attachment that attachment if you open it is going to infect your computer don't do it and then the other one is they are asking you for your credentials the security team does not need to ask you for your credentials no and then another thing too is look for the email that's coming from the email that's coming from will use the at wordpress.org domain they, it will not come from anywhere else Yep. So be aware of this. Don't open the random emails. If you do yep. get one of these emails, delete it. And be aware. And then you can report it to security at wordpress.org. And be aware, folks, your your tech people who are there, they don't need your credentials. They already have God powers to access your stuff. 
Yeah. If, if somebody's <laughs> reaching out to you and you don't know them and they're asking for your login to credentials, delete it. <laughs> Just delete it. It's gone. Yeah. I actually, I actually put a, I actually put a note like that up on uh, the knowledge base for WP pro A to Z today, because uh, there's a news, there's another scam email going on that's uh, telling you your, your email, your cPanel email is about to expire. Please submit your credentials here. <clears throat> yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it folks. <laughs> And don't click on the attachment. Never click on attachments that you are not expecting. If you are yeah. not expecting the attachment, it is nothing to open because if you do, you might you might regret. It. You know, you will regret it most likely. Oh yeah, because it's going to have malware that's going to get into your computer and make it sad. Yes. And dead and die. Yep. <laughs> so. Be aware of that scam. Uh, it's good to know that it's also doing the cPanel thing. Oh yeah, well the cPanel one's been going on for a couple of months now. I figured I finally, I finally need to at least notify our clients via the knowledge base of the of the possibility that this scam is happening to them too. Yeah. Well, be aware, and if you have the time or the desire to, you can report it. Yep. Uh, next up, I have WordPress 6.4.2 maintenance and security release. So this is a minor release and it fixes seven bugs in the core. The fixes include a fix for the issues causing style sheet and theme directories to sometimes return incorrect results. So that will be useful. There's also a security fix. Now, on this show, we've often said, like, don't do a major update right away. Wait for a while. Well, this isn't a major update. This is a minor one. The minor ones are really good to keep up with for the most part. Like once you've gotten past the major one, the minor ones are good. Yeah, it's very. They don't it's, generally do anything. It's very seldom they screw up a minor a minor update. Generally, I, mean, I, can, I can only remember like two or three times in the last fifteen years that a minor update has screwed it up. Major updates, yeah, I've seen them screw those up. Yeah, I usually wait till it's a like dozen at times point two, point three before I do the major yeah. update. Wait till you, wait till it gets to the point one edition before doing the major update because the point one edition usually arrives within two or three weeks after the major update. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of major updates, the next major release will be release uh, six point five will be released sometime early twenty twenty four. So I'm thinking January. Yeah. No. Feb no. It's uh. Is it? It's. Yeah, I thought it was uh, February. It usually happened. Might be February because they just did the uh, they just did the major update uh, last month in November. So that's true. Okay, usually so. three months. So we got you know rest November, December, January. So usually it should be around February. Okay. You know, lots of time. You know, they only they only made the mistake of doing a major update once at Christmas time. Yeah. There, there was much complaint about that. Yeah, it I don't think I was really part of this yet, but even I knew about how bad it was. Yeah, it broke stuff. All I told people, don't update, Ben. It's Christmas time. It's your it's your important season. Do not do any. Do never <laughs> do major updates during during the major holiday season unless it's an absolute security fix that must be done. Yeah, because it, it, anything breaks, it take you hours to undo it, and you could lose sales. So. Yeah, just wait till after the New Year's. Uh, so next up, we have bought the fake. Google launches new water making water marking tech. So I actually thought this was pretty cool technology they've released. <clears throat> they've launched a watermarking tool to make it so that these deep fakes won't keep spreading as unchecked. <laughs> so they're hoping. 
This new tool is called DeepMind, and it works by embedding a digital watermark into the pixels of an image. So it's a little different from the traditional kind of watermark. Uh, the human eye won't be able to detect it, but detection software will be able to. <clears throat> the way they have done this means that even when the image is altered, like with shrinking, enlarging, cropping, what have you, the watermark will still be there because it's actually in the pixels. If you're interested in reading up a little more on this, you can follow the link here in our show notes. I thought this was just really cool. Hmm. Let's see how well it works out. I hope it works out well, because uh, apparently the Pope was the last draw for Google. They're, they're really upset. <laughs> what they do to the Pope? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what, they, what the deep fake made the Pope do, but it, it was upsetting, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my teenager is probably more up to date on what the most recent deep fakes are than I am. <laughs> oh, probably. I, I don't have time to deal with the deep. I look at a video and it's like, yeah, that can't be right, and I move on. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, most I most of most of them. All you do is apply a little logic to most of them, and you go, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> there's only there's only been one or two that sort of got me. You know, it's like I can't remember what they were now, but yeah, the deep fakes are bad. <laughs> so, uh, the next thing I have it's the last thing for here. Teenage Engineering's latest super toy is an '80s inspired sampler. So I just thought this was pretty cool. It's from Swedish Electronics, and it's called the EP133K.02. It's uh, kind of a toy instrument. Apparently, it's like a bigger, better version of something called a PO-33KO. And even after reading through the whole article, I am still not entirely clear on what it is. It seems to be some kind of sound system. You can upload a bunch of music samples, and then you can play around with them, mix them up. Do oh, all kinds of things it's, with them. it's the modern version of the uh, Scratch DJ. Oh, that makes more sense. You know, okay. the, the dude that used to sit there in front of two record players and scratch them back and forth and flip records and keep scratching. You know, it's Oh, a, man, the best DJs still do that. Yeah, Well, yeah, but there's not very many that can anymore. That's but true. this is a modern version of it where they just push buttons and it does it for them. Okay, yeah, I was I was kind of confused about what they were trying to explain to me when yeah, I was reading it. That's, but I just saw it looked really cool. Yeah, it does kind of look cool, but you know, it's kind of it kind of looks like an over an a a calculator of some sort. It does. It's kind of fun, and you mm. could totally upload all kinds of random sound effects and play them. And yeah, mm. I think it would be a lot of fun. Oh, okay. I just thought it was cool and wanted yep. to share. Okay. <laughs> And then we've got uh, our extras here. So we've got a community roundup week ending December 8th. Some information about the PHP library in WordPress. Some Elon Musk stuff. Some AI stuff. All kinds of interesting things here in the extras. You can go and check those out in our show notes. All right. Oh, uh, Hemdian said, how long before someone makes a... A what? A dewater marker. Something to remove the something to uh -huh. re, something to remove the watermark. <laughs> That's a good question. You, you you know that that'll be coming down the pike too because you know it, technology is a, a a a war. You know who who can create <laughs> the best weapons, and once one someone creates a weapon, someone creates a weapon to counter it, and it's just been it's been an escalating scale for the last twenty plus years. Yep. It's like mm. it's like fighting with the the email scammers, man. They get they get better and better. The only thing they don't seem to get any better at is their freaking grammar. 
I was just going to say, their spelling and grammar is still atrocious. Yeah, if, if they ever get their spelling <laughs> and grammar correct... We're all screwed. Well, no, we're not all <laughs> screwed, but it'll be harder to detect them. That's that's yeah. that's usually my first key to a scam email is that the grammar is just wrong. <laughs> and I'm not the best person in the world for this, for grammar. No, but we all start recognizing patterns. Well, yeah, I mean, pattern recognition. But yeah, that's the whole thing. All <laughs> right. Well, I guess it's time to wander into the plugins. All right. Plugin I've got for you today is a very useful one that I've been using for a little while now, and it took me a while to settle on a good search plugin for my WooCommerce store over at the Rogues Oasis. And I needed something that would produce the, the um, products easily, quickly, and display them nicely. Now, this one here does have a premium version available to it. So all I'm using right now is the free version. And the free version gives you really advanced uh, access. It does it with Ajax. So as fast as the people are typing, it's searching and putting a drop-down list of what they might be looking for, which is very useful and very helpful for getting your users to your website, your, your customers to your website to pick the products and go make the sale a whole lot faster than trying to wander through the store unless they just want to wander through. <clears throat> All you got to do with it is simply install it, activate it, and uh, then go use a widget or a shortcode to insert it onto your page. It works wonderful with uh, Elementor. I've used it in my Elementor build and a couple of different pages where I wanted people to search it. The search box has some adjustments to it in the free version. There's not a lot you can change in the free version on it. You can change things such as the color of the icon, um, whether or not it searches with a picture or not a picture or text uh, with the box, etc. Just a few little tweaks here and there. Um, if you go full blown for the pro version though, it gives you so many more adjustments. You can change the full color scheme of the layout of it. Um, you get advanced settings to where you can tell it to filter and look for specific stuff. You can search the WooCommerce product excerpt for the information you're looking for or the content or categories or tags. All of these things are available in the pro version. I may eventually go to the pro version as the uh, Oasis grows and grows and I want to make it easier for people and I can actually afford it. The biggest problem when you're first starting is affording all the different plugins you need. So you go with the free version until you need that extra little bit. You know, you do get some nice things in it that works for both simple and variable products, which was important for me. I tried a couple of other ones along the way, but because I use variable products throughout the store, it didn't search the variable products very effectively. This one does a great job and finds the variable products for you. You can also enable or disable searches by product category and tag. So if you want to put this on a specific page for people looking for specific stuff, you can have the search box on that page only search for specific items in there. Lots of really cool features you can do with it. If you really want to get into the CSS yourself, you can do customized CSS on it. On the whole, quite fantastic. Not too often I do this, but because this one works so beautifully well, I have to give this one a five dragon rating. So go check it out. It's the advanced product search for WooCommerce. 
That sounds pretty awesome. I love it when they give you everything you need in order yeah, to get going. It is. It's, it's everything you need, but not all the cool stuff you really want. <laughs> yeah. That is the perfect mixture when they do that. Yeah. Well, that encourages people to to get the plug to fully test the plugin to see if it's going to work. Some of the ones, oh, yeah. some of the ones I tested, they don't even give you give me everything I needed. So it's like, how can I test it? I'm not going to dump money because I I learned the hard way a few years ago, dumping money on a premium plugin because you think it's going to do what you want to do, and then finding out after you paid for it, it doesn't. Now, a lot of these companies give you a 30 day money back guarantee, but usually by the time you've thoroughly tested it, that 30 days is blown right by you. Yeah, unfortunately. Hmm. It's true. I, I used to sign up for these 30 day t uh, sampling things and I was like, and then I'm like, oh, I'm barely getting, I'm barely getting around to fully testing it. And it's like, yeah, okay. So, all right. right. So on to the tip. Absolutely. Whee! There you go. <laughs> Still don't hear it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually re-recorded re it, replaced it in here, expecting it to work for you, and it still hasn't worked. So I have no idea why this one one sound won't go through to you. I can kind of hear a dragon, so I did notice that you did do that. Yep. So uh, we would love to hear some tidbit tips from some of our producers out there. What did you figure out by breaking something? Or what did you need to learn in order to help someone? You can send in these tidbits to me at amber at wppro.ca and I will put them up here. First thing I have is for making sites, which for anyone who's listening, it doesn't have to be about making sites or about beginner's tips. Those just happen to be the two things that I have the best bits to offer. So it can be anything that you think might help somebody else. Could be an experience, could be anything. If you are building a site for whatever reason, and you have the original site to look at, the first thing you should do is, is sample each and every color used on that site. Save and label what that color is used for. This will save you hours of time down the line. If you have the option, place all these colors into global colors of your site's palette so it's easily accessible. Do the same thing for fonts. If you're working from a fresh canvas in the rebuild, find a decent font plugin where the fonts are locally hosted and insert each and every single font used on that first site. Get all these little things done and out of the way before you start doing the bigger things like headers and footers and templates. Because these little things are what will truly cause you endless hours of strife if you leave them to last. Get any and all other little things out of the way as well. Because, once again, they are going to be what drag you down and cause you more hours of strife than you could possibly imagine. And beginner's tips. Oh, well, let me make some comments on this one here for you. Yeah. Um, as she mentioned, making sure you get the samples of the colors. And of course, if you use Elementor, it's really nice to add a whole bunch of additional colors to the, mm -hmm. to the little global thing you can click when you're building out pages and stuff. You can set the primary sets of colors, the four primary colors they give you, and then you can set additional colors and you can name them anything you want along the way to make it easy. Yeah, so, it does make it really easy. There's, there's a One lot of things. I've done that with has like 20 colors because that's all the colors that were used. Yeah, and it's like I just finished launching a website. And of course, I spent a fair amount of time up front setting the, they wanted very specific, they wanted very specific um, uh, fonts for everything in there and very specific colors. So I had to go through and set them all up. And once I set them all up, it made building the pages way easier. 
And oh, yeah. also make sure you turn off the default settings in uh, in uh, Elementor because the default settings will override some of the things you're trying to do. That also is true. Yes. Yes, and it's very it's a very important little feature to it. And turn off things like the default. And you can also go through and build out if you're if it's a site that's going to have buttons everywhere. You can build yourself out of default buttons, so it's all set with the color schemes. You just install the button, change the text on it, and boom, you're done. All the little things first, yeah. And then when you actually go to build the site, it'll it'll be real, real smooth for yeah. you. It'll go much smoother and end up a much better project, and you'll be much happier in the end. Yeah. All right. So beginners tips. When we for when we are first learning how to do things like build a site, we get into the habit of asking for the information from those who have more experience than we do. So when we are left to our own devices, at first we tend to panic or we wind up reaching out to our teachers often, too often sometimes to ask for help. My recommendation is that every time you face a new thing you're not sure of, or every time you have a question, start trying to answer the question yourself first. Pretend like you are proving someone wrong every time and you will very likely find the answer a lot faster than you thought you would otherwise. Hmm. Google, and, Google is your friend. Yes, Google is still really good for all tech things. Yes, that's the only thing they're good for. <laughs> <laughs> and as you come across these answers, start saving the home page to the sites you find yourself getting the answers from over and over again. Create subfolders in your saved list for different categories of your searches. And this will help you down the road since you will be able to go back to the best resources quickly and easily. You can also ask your teacher what resources they use, because I'll bet you half the time that you're asking them about something, they're just looking up the answers themselves <laughs> while they're trying to answer you. No, they never do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that that's more so for like younger people, but hopefully younger people are listening and start doing that. Anytime you have a question, start looking up the answer yourself, trying to figure out what the answer is before you go and ask someone because i'll bet you can find the answer yourself if you spend like five minutes searching hmm. absolutely all righty that dragon sounds wheezy and quiet that wasn't a dragon <laughs> it wasn't that was the plug-in bumper it's, it's your it sounded it, like it, a dragon it, trying to roar it's your turn for the plug-in yeah i, I know <laughs> Don't okay. worry, folks. We'll cut all this out and post. You'll never, yeah, you'll never hear this random bits and pieces. <laughs> so, simple page access restriction plugin. This plugin was recommended by the developers themselves to us. L at Plugins and Snippets reached out to us to let us know about their newer plugin, Simple Page Access Restriction. Unfortunately, it took a little longer than expected to get the queue caught up, but. We got to the plugin, we have it here before the holidays for everyone, which I'm really happy about. This plugin is a great and totally free plugin. Very useful for those who have a site where you have content you want behind a wall, but not necessarily a paywall. This plugin will restrict access to select pages to only logged in users. So you have to be logged in in order to see these pages and get this information. This plugin will also allow for a page redirection to a defined login page of your choice, if you so desire. When you download and activate this plugin, you will find the dashboard on the left-hand side of the menu, where you'll find the option to get to the dashboard. I thought this was kind of cool, because like right at the top of this plugin's dashboard, there's a little area where they offer you to subscribe to their newsletter. The admin email is 
auto inserted in there, though you can change the email to your preferred email if you want to sign up. Unfortunately, the drawback is that even if you sign up, it's still there the next time you go to the dashboard and there's no little X to remove it. It's a mild irritant for me because it reminds me of an alert, but that may just be me. I like making things go away once I've dealt with them. In, but uh, getting back to the dashboard, in the dashboard, you will be able to choose your page where the redirect will go. You can choose between a page or an URL. If you leave it as a page, you can choose a login page you already have set up, or you can create one specifically for this. If you choose a URL, they simply request the request the URL you want to put in, uh, you, you want the people to be re redirected to. You put the URL in there, hit save, you're good. Next down on the dashboard, you will see remove plugin data on, in on uninstall. I haven't seen this too often, although I do think it's kind of a good idea. I'm not sure if it means if you uninstall without clicking that, there will still be stuff left behind. Yes, there but, will. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, that that has been a thorn in the side of many people for a long time, because in the beginning, um, there were plugins that would create new tables and other things, and then when you done install them, they'd leave behind all those tables in your database, and now they're just orphans, taking up mm. space and other problems. And then developers started writing cleanup scripts, but not every plugin developer writes a cleanup script, and some of them will automatically on uninstall will automatically clean up after themselves but there's some plugins occasionally maybe you're uninstalling it for some other test purposes or something else but and you might want to put it back if you put it back and you've left the data behind the plugin will work exactly as you had it before kind of like turning it on and off so okay. so what you what what you they do is they give you an option do you want to leave the data behind or do you want to make it completely clean after it's done if you're planning to never reinstall it you'll want to remove the data if you think you might reinstall it you might want to leave the data you know it's it's kind of a give and take but the biggest reason of course is so you can have a cleaner database that makes sense. when you're done so just to clarify what that's for since you've never really heard about it but, I've seen it a couple times in the past. I just didn't really understand why it was there. Yeah. Well, it's it's there. It's there so it cleans up after itself when it's done. When you're when Beautiful. you when you remove it, and that way you have a cleaner, more functioning database instead of leftover junk clogging up your database. All right. So good thing to have. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, the last thing under settings on the dashboard is supported post types. Here you can choose any combination or all of the following. Posts, pages, landing pages, my templates, mail poet page. The last two I was kind of surprised to see. It will make it a lot easier if you are using templates specifically for posts or pages you want to have behind the login wall, but the mail poet pages is something I never would have thought to put behind a login. So uh, I thought that was kind of cool. You hit save changes and you're done. Now, just to clarify, this plugin will not automatically put these behind the login wall. These are just the pages that will have the ability to be placed there. While this plugin does pull some fancy magic behind the scenes, you will still have to go in and manually set the pages and or posts behind the login wall yourself. How you do this is you go to pages or posts, choose one you want to put behind the login wall and click on edit or just the name of your page. If you are using Elementor, do not click on Edit with Elementor. Otherwise, you won't be able to find the setting for this plugin inside of the Elementor editing area. You won't be able to put it behind the login wall. You got to go to the regular editing area. 
Once you're in the WordPress editing area, look to the right and at the top, you'll see simple page access restriction. You will see a box you can check mark beside the label for logged in users only. If you check mark the box and hit update or save on the page, your page is now behind the login wall. If the box is not checkmarked, it is available to everyone. That simple. It's simple, easy to use, definitely worth the time of activating it. It's a great way to do the same sort of thing as a paywall without charging people for the content, but still getting your email list built out. I rate this at five dragons. There's the dragon, didn't you hear him? Cool, so, so apparently the drums sound like a wheezy dragon. The dragon is just silent to me. Ah, okay. What did you do to the noises? <laughs> I have no idea why you're not hearing the noises. They're they're being they're being delivered. That's all that matters. <laughs> they're getting lost on the way to me. Alrighty then. Let's go wander. Let's go wander into It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. I got that one. <laughs> See it, it, there's no there's no rhyme or reason why you don't hear these things. <laughs> so Earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's larder stock to bursting. We have our freelance producers, backroom producers, and our warroom producers. There are special perks for backroom and warroom producers, and you can learn all about them on our site, wppluginsa-z.com. Click on Time, Treasure, or Talent Donations in our main menu on the left to learn all the nitty-gritty details and how you can add your two cents. You can also go and check out our show notes. We got a little bit there for you. Join in and be part of your own production and support the show at the same time. There are loads of ways you can use us as your tool to get out there, like hit, like getting an interview with us or leaving a review for a plugin or donating your own plugin review. I recommend you give it a go. See if it helps you. And if it does, spread the word. We have a list of different ways that you can get yourself involved here in our show notes. We don't have anything from our producers today word-wise or letter-wise, but that's okay. Well, I'm sure after the holidays, people will get chatty again. Uh, we have a few miscellaneous announcements. So for those who are going to be part of a WordCamp or something else, like maybe they have a meetup they want to tell everyone about, you can let us know and we'll, we'll put it in here in the miscellaneous announcements from us and our producers. It is a section just for things like that. Currently, we have the... Uh, next five uh, word camps and career camps that are going on. You can find this information at central.wordcamp.org. We have the Kolkata Career Camp, January 6th. Word Camp Nepal, January 12th and 13th. Word Camp Garagoza, January 19th to 20th. WordPress Web Challenge on January 27th. And Word Camp Phoenix, February 9th to 10th. You can also find the information for any meetups that are going on for WordPress around the world. If you're in Victoria, BC, you can go and check out themeetup.com. We have the link for Victoria. There's nothing going on right now, but again, holidays. Maybe it'll pick up afterwards. If you feel like reaching out to us, we do have a real brick and mortar address where you can send an art or notes. Our, our brick and mortar address is here in the show notes. We also have a virtual addresses where you can reach out to either one of us directly. Today's plugins we covered were? I covered up the um, wonderful, excellent, 
advanced product search for WooCommerce by ThemeArt, which allows you to search all across your WooCommerce products, uh, show your WooCommerce search form anywhere you want your WooCommerce site, and works for both simple and variable products. And I gave it a five dragon rating. And I covered simple page access restriction plugin by plugins and snippets. Free and easy to use, places your choice of content behind a login wall, and can be applied to a variety of pages, templates, or posts. I rated this at five dragons. Very cool. All right, then it is time to wander into, do this. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. All right. So if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked here on the show, specifically for this area where we can try and stump my dad, you can send those questions in to me at amber at WPPRO.ca. First question. What are some telltale signs that will help people tell the difference between real and fake emails offering goods? We kind of covered this earlier in the show, but I wrote these questions a few days ago. So. Yeah, well, the, the biggest thing is grammar. That's, yeah. that's the biggest key to the scam mails is grammar. And uh, Hemdian had a couple of uh, comments about that little co that little discussion earlier. And that as long as people keep falling for the scams as they currently are, there's little incentive to improve the scammer grammar. <laughs> and the scammers could, ru could, could ruin everything through a grammar tool with little effort or could run everything through a grammar tool with little effort, but they don't bother. That tells you all you need to know. Well, yes, but ye true. yes and no. The grammar tools, they they have a, a tough time with with cleaning up my grammar. Do they? Yeah, I actually have to oh. actually. I actually do some do a better job of cleaning up the grammar than they do most of the time. That's mildly scary. It, it is mildly scary, <laughs> considering <laughs> my grammar. I mean, after all, I am the king of run on sentences. I was crowned the king yes. of run on sentences when I worked for the uh, college newspaper. When I yes, wrote, yes, you are. You're still the king of it. Don't worry. You haven't lost your crown. I have lost my crown? Oh, good, good. No, you haven't. You're, you're good. <laughs> and what's funny is the grammar things, they can't. They don't catch my run on sentences. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, whatever. So maybe so, they are running it through a grammar tool. They, they <laughs> might be. But uh, the thing is, is that uh, that's just one of the telltale signs. The other is, of course, look at what the from email is at. Yeah, and then that's the other the one that I use. Uh, and the other thing to do is, if there's even a mildly possibility, well, don't click on it. But if you mouse over any links they put in there, there'll be a pop-up window, and it'll tell you where that link is going. And you can see in the URL of the link where it's going that it is not going to someplace nice. You know, mm -hmm. because they, they always, that's one of the things I just randomly do that from time to time. I know it's a scam and I say, well, where are they sending you to this time? And they send you to xyz.com forward slash scam, scam, forward slash scam. You know, <laughs> that's basically, you can just see it in the URL. It just says scam, scam, scam. Not literally, but that's basically, you can see that no company would use URLs like that if they're trying to yeah. sell you a product. They, they'll be give terrible you, SEO. That's a, that's exactly the problem. It's terrible SEO. Um, but yeah, so that's the whole thing. Is there, there's all these little just telltale things, and the others is like you're getting an email from something. Well, I didn't sign up for this list. My favorite is the one that my favorite is the one I've been getting for years that uh, keeps telling me that they're that they build me for my um, uh, for my um, software X software or something or another 
accounting software. And the bill is the bill is going to be, you know, charged to your account, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, that's nice. I wonder how you're going to do that. And then, and then they have a link that says click here to verify it all. <laughs> so basically what they're trying to do is get you to give them that account information so they can charge you. Yeah, I've noticed I've been getting a lot of uh, emails lately telling me how your order has been confirmed. Please click, click here to yeah. check on your order status or something. Well, the, the biggest one for a while, but UPS has finally corrected it. It's like I would order from a company out of the States and they always, sent their, they always send their stuff UPS. You know, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a regular order I get. Well, what would happen was within shortly after it's shipped, I start getting, uh, and you'd get, you'd get not only emails, but you'd get texts. And it's like, how'd they get your phone number? Well, for a while there, UPS had a hole in their lookup system that anyone could look up any orders that were recently made and gather the base information that's needed for an order to be shipped, which is your address and your phone number and an email, mm. email attached to it. And then the scammers would send emails that look really close to official emails from UPS. And UPS finally put a, put a stop to that a couple of months ago. They finally managed to plug all their holes. But just in time for the holiday season. Well, yeah, but it, it's been it been happening to them for a year and a half, and they yeah, and there must have been a lot of holes that they had to plug up. There were obviously a lot of a lot of it was probably just it was probably just coding issues because I bet UPS's system is is built with uh, um, a legacy code because it's been around, it's been around so long and legacy code is hard to plug the holes in. So makes sense. You got first, you got to find someone who can write legacy code. <laughs> Yeah, that is a dying breed today. Dying very fast. And literally, they're getting old and dying. Yep. So, and of course, you know, they they get the they got all this old code and they got nobody knows how to fix it anymore. So, anyway, there's just all kinds of little telltale things. The, the biggest one is you didn't expect this email. It's 99% chance it's a scam. And if it's not a scam, they'll find another way to contact you. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not a scam, they'll reach out to you in another way. If it's a legitimate email and it's coming from a legitimate source, they have multiple ways to reach you. Yep. At least they should. They should have, like any of my clients, I have I have at least three ways to reach my clients, you know, uh, via emails, via my billing system, and via their uh, via their phone number. Oh, and, and their mailing address. I have mailing addresses on clients. So there's multiple ways to reach out to your clients. Oh, that's interesting. The Hemingway editor should catch run-on sentences. It'll color code them as hard to read or very hard to read. <laughs> I use a combo of the Hemingway editor and Grammarly, though sometimes I will reject flagged items. You need to look at them on case-by-case -case basis. Yes, there's that. I didn't, I've never heard of the Hemingway editor, so. Me either. I'm I'm not a I'm not a very big writer. I, I, I wrote, write most of my documents in Microsoft uh, Word, so. Yeah. And I am the 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 grammar editor. Yes, so. <laughs> you 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 are the grammar editor. So, yeah, <laughs> it's all good. I all right. So I, the next I, question here. Okay. Is there a way to keep your email and number private when you use it for a business online? No. I didn't think so. You can try. There's lots of ways to limit it, but the moment you put it on a website, it's there. And it doesn't matter what tricks you use where, you know, the, the, one of the tricks that rose up instead of saying name at domain, people would put a dot in there. Or they would put the word at in there and space it out. Well, the bots have learned how to read that stuff. 
Because mm. it's the bots that go through websites looking for that specific information, and they have they they can identify it. So once it's put on a website, you can't protect it anymore. You know, there's nothing you can do. Um, that's one of the reasons why I have such I, I get so much spam. The other thing is is I have they also do um, dictionary spam. Um, in other words, they'll launch at domain and they'll just have a shit ton of names and they'll just launch tens of thousands of emails with various names at one domain until some get through. And they have they have trackers in there that if the emails opened, which unfortunately many email programs automatically open the email, you know, when they when you view it in the screen, it's opened and it sends back a notice and now they get a notice of, hey, this is a live email. Add that one to the list for more scams. Okay. You know, and that's the the thing is once you use an email on the internet, and then there's I've got then I've got emails that I set out. I have I have a honeypot email addresses that I have set out, which is how I identify a number of scams because the honeypot emails get these get these things. And I know for a hundred percent certain I've never used that email for anything ever. I didn't even put it on a website. I just I just sort of put it out as an e as an actual email and I've never even put the name anywhere and all of a sudden it gets email at it and that's when I know it's a hundred percent scam. And you can do that if you're if you're good if you're with a good hosting company like WP Pro A to Z, you can go create honeypot email addresses and just create the email address and leave them there and then have a redirect that feeds it back to your main stuff, a forwarder. And then if you ever get an e an email from that honeypot email, you know it's a scam and guaranteed it's like i usually get i usually get two to three maybe five copies of every scam that's out there on a regular basis because of all the email addresses i have i haven't even have something to add what's that on your website you could use a contact form with akismet anti-spam plugin or similar no email exposed yes you can you can use a contact form and not expose your email but that, this is true but that still doesn't protect your email you know, that protects the one that that form is sending to. You know, if you use your email, the other way they get them is through these people that fall for things and allow malware onto their computer. Maybe it's a maybe it's the quiet malware, which is only there to collect information and send it back home and not screw with their computer. You know, lots of, there's so many ways that they have harvested emails over the years. You know, and I've just sort of like accepted the fact that it's there and I just have to pay attention. I've only actually almost got caught once in a scam email because I was half asleep and I was reading it and I thought it was legit. The biggest mm. thing you can do with uh, emails that you are concerned with that you think might be legit, that might be coming from a company you might actually do business with, do not click anything on the email. Go directly to the website of that company and log in proper through that website, through their logins on their website and check your account. And if you don't see anything there, you can send an email to the support and they will happily tell you if it's a scam. Yeah, I've had to do that a couple times for yeah. things like Shaw. Yeah. Shaw had a Shaw had a really close uh whoever studied him did a really good job imitating yeah. Shaw mm -hmm. information. Yeah. Same with Fido. Yeah, well Fido. Was, I I got my I got my usual Christmas rebate from Fido uh, a couple of days ago. <laughs> You know, they sent me a text and said, "Hey, you've got this. We've got this money back for you because we over, you over, we overcharge you." It's like, "Yeah, sure, you did." Click, uh -huh. click here. It's like, "Yeah, uh huh, sure." Click here. Log in. Go here and download this. Yeah. Well. 
También added, uh, where I have to give out an email, I give a different one each time with a catch-all account to get them. Once an email is compromised, I move it to a spam bucket. They're auto-deleted unread. Mm-hmm. Hey, that works. Yeah, that's one way to deal with it. I, I started to do with that, deal with that, deal, do it like that a few years ago, and then I just got lazy about it. <laughs> so, but of course, my primary email, John at WP Pro, is out there in the world, and I can't get rid of. I can't. I can't undo it because it's used way too much for all of my business stuff. Yep, mine too. So, so you just learn to identify it and pay attention. All right. So I've got two more questions to ask after the credit. All right, well, we're going to roll our credits. For those listening in the downloads, don't forget, man, go check out the uh, other good stuff that happens before and after. And uh, you'll have to come back to the YouTubes to listen to the really good stuff. So we'll let our girl take us on out of here. Reminders for the show. <clears throat> All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, JohnOverall.com, or email him directly, John at WPPro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyright by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.